This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL, loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers. IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K through 12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. I have personally used IXL with students to support them in math, and I love that it focused on the skills that students needed and could help differentiate learning for them. I was also able to look at the data and use that information to inform my instruction. Do you want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com B. That's IXL.com B-E. Welcome to the Teacher Burnout Podcast, where we explore the challenges of burnout for teachers and share practical strategies to support teacher well-being. I'm your host, Barb Flowers. If you're a teacher looking for ways to prevent burnout or an educational leader searching for strategies to support your team, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Teacher Burnout Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the topic of perfectionist thinking. Do you struggle to get tasks done in a timely manner because you worry you're not good enough? Do you have unrealistically high expectations and standards for yourself? Are you super critical of yourself when you make mistakes? If you said yes to any of these questions, then you probably suffer from perfectionist thinking. And today we are going to dive into this topic because I've worked with so many teachers who are amazing teachers and they struggle with this perfectionist thinking and are so hard on themselves. And they're very self-critical and hold themselves to these unrealistic high standards, which then leads to overwhelm, stress, and burnout. So I feel like this is such an important topic and I wanted to talk about it today. So I wanted to start by giving some examples of perfectionist thinking in teachers, and then I'll give some tips on how to overcome this. But some examples are if you spend excessive time on lesson planning, and I don't mean just being thoughtful about your lesson plans. I mean excessive time where you're constantly revising, refining your lessons to make sure it's perfect before presenting them to your students and using them with your students. Um, and making sure that every aspect of it is flawless before you actually use it. That is one example. Another one is if you're reluctant to delegate tasks. So perfectionists often don't like delegating things because they think that they're the only ones who can do it to that high standard. So if you think about your own classroom, maybe you don't even delegate tasks that students could help you with. Um, You don't trust your colleagues or support staff, para pros, anybody that could help you um, get things done because you feel like you need to do it on your own. So that is a problem because you're increasing your own workload. Another characteristic is having a strong aversion to making mistakes. So just fearing any error that you could make in your classroom. Um, You're very cautious and avoid taking any risks or doing anything different when it comes to instructional approaches, could even be the arrangement of your classroom, classroom, classroom environment, whatever it is, but you're just so worried that you're going to make a mistake. Also, your classroom environment environment may um, be so organized and visually appealing that you want it to be the perfect classroom space. And I think Especially with social media, this can be a really big problem that we want like the perfect classroom that's Pinterest worthy or social media worthy. And you spend so much time 
um, making it look perfect in the classroom instead of actually focusing on, you know, what is good for your students and the best environment for your students. Also, student expectations. So a perfectionist teacher might have extremely high expectations for your students that allow that makes it hard for even them to meet those standards, that you want perfect and flawless work. And if they're not doing their work perfect, then you feel like a failure as a teacher, which causes an environment where kids are stressed, you're anxious, um, and it's just not a very growth mindset environment where kids feel like they can make a mistake. Self-criticism, excessive self-criticism. So if you're highly self-critical about your own performance um, and all you focus on are your mistakes, and I see this a lot when I evaluate teachers, they'll do an amazing lesson and I'll say, how did you think the lesson went? And they'll tell me everything that went wrong with the lesson and have a hard time thinking of the good things that happened in their lesson. So they're just very self-critical um, and not confident in thinking about all the good things that they did in their teaching. Reluctance to try new teaching strategies. So if you're a perfectionist, trying something new is really scary because you want to do it perfect and you don't want to be seen as a failure. So you um, really fear new teaching strategies. If there's new initiatives, that's really scary for you because you might want to continue to do things like you've always done because you know you can do them perfectly or perfectly in your standard. And then difficulty accepting constructive feedback. For perfectionists, it's really hard to accept constructive feedback from either your administrators or even colleagues or even your students getting their feedback and thoughts because you um, your self-worth is so attached to um, what feedback you get and any criticism or just even if it's you know constructive, it's just really hard for you to hear that you didn't do something right. And then just constantly wanting to improve. So that's that's a good thing to want to improve, but maybe you want to improve in a way that nothing you do is good enough. And I always think of myself as a new teacher, like I would read a book and I'd be like, I'm not doing it just like this book. I have to do it a different way. And I would constantly change what I was doing instead of trying to do something consistent and get good at it because I just thought it wasn't good enough. I wasn't perfect enough. And so um, I was just on this constant quest for improving in a way that wasn't good for my students. So I just wanted to share some of those examples of perfectionists and remind you of perfectionists thinking that nobody is perfect and can achieve perfectionism in everything that they do. And, you know, many times if you're a perfectionist, your self-worth is all based on these outside accomplishments and doing everything perfect. And it's having this all or nothing thinking to get this perfect result um, you know, perfectionists, they want to be in control and this. This causes anxiety because the bottom line is we know, especially with working with kids, we can't control anything. We can have expectations and, um, you know, a great classroom environment and then kids are going to do whatever they choose to do. And we just have to respond to those situations. So even if you want everything to go perfectly, it never will. And so being able to you know, get rid of that perfectionist thinking can really help decrease overwhelm, decrease um, stress, and really help you so that you don't get burnt out. So I'm going to dive in now to some tips for overcoming perfectionist thinking. And the first tip I have is, is to just recognize that you have perfectionist thinking and become self-aware. Anytime that you have an issue you're trying to work on, just that 
self-awareness is key so that you are able to see the behaviors you have and challenge those thoughts by asking yourself, is this a reasonable thought or is this a perfectionist thought? Um, is this thought going to contribute to my well-being and growth or is this thought going to make me feel bad about myself? So recognizing that you have perfectionist thinking is huge because then you're able to fight back against those thoughts. My next tip is to have a friend or a colleague hold you accountable. So my best friend is a huge perfectionist and especially when it comes to her writing. And so I would call her out on it. And when she was in grad school, actually, she would call me just for some accountability like, Barb, I'm trying to write this paper and I'm going to spend three hours and this paper should only take about 20 minutes. Help me work through this. And I would remind her, just write the paper and turn it in. It doesn't have to be perfect. Your grammar doesn't have to be perfect. It just needs to be done and a reflection that you learned from the experience. So having someone that can kind of hold you accountable for your perfectionism and remind you that it's okay to not be perfect, just do it and turn it in. And then you'll feel better about it. And she would. She would turn it in and she'd be like, I turned in the paper and text me. And so that was her accountability. So I think that that's huge to just be able to have a friend or a colleague call you out that you don't need to spend so much time on something. My other tip is to just take action. So many perfectionists like to procrastinate because they want everything to be perfect before they start something. And if you just take small action towards a goal, then you know, you're going to feel better about it and you're going to just get started. If, if there's something that I'm worried about or procrastinating doing, if I just start small, then usually I can jump into the project and feel better. So um, remember too, that you can always tweak something and improve it later. So an example of that is even when I started this podcast, I had never podcasted before. I had no idea what to do, but I thought I'm just going to jump in and then I can tweak it as I go and learn as I go. And so just having those, um, areas that you take action in will also build your confidence that you can do it and it's okay for it not to be perfect. Celebrate mistakes and learn from them is my next tip. So it's really hard for perfectionists to make mistakes. So if you practice celebrating, like I actually let myself make a mistake, yay, I'm going to write that down and celebrate that, you know, um, so be excited and decide what you want to take away from that mistake and how you can learn from it. So really recognize, like, I made a mistake, I'm going to celebrate it, what can I learn from it? Another tip is to just practice reframing those perfectionist thoughts. I kind of talked about this already, but really dig into the thoughts that you have and how can you reframe it. So let's say that, um, and I always go back to the new teaching strategies we're learning with the science of reading, but you learn this strategy and you're really afraid to apply it in your classroom because you've never done it before. And this is different than you were taught it when you were becoming a teacher and you don't want to do it because it's not going to be perfect. Reframe your thought into nothing's going to happen if I do the strategy wrong. If I do the strategy wrong and figure out uh, there's a better way to do it, then I'll go back and reteach it to my students and it'll be fine. So just thinking about what is the worst case scenario with this, because really it's probably not that bad. And the best teachers just dive in and try different strategies because that's how you grow. And being able, being willing to try new things and um, try it with your students is really going to help you grow as an educator. Another tip I have is thinking about being a role model for your students. If your students see you being a perfectionist thinking person and you're always striving for unrealistic expectations, 
it's going to create this negative environment for them. And it might even create negative thoughts about themselves because they might set themselves up for too high of expectations. So really having conversations like modeling that you made a mistake and that's okay. And you learn from that mistake. So um, letting them see that you're not perfect as an adult and being a good role model. I think that's really important. And then my last tip is just enjoy the process of learning and growing. Enjoy each little bit of process progress you make that brings you towards a goal. So whether that goal is implementing new teaching strategies, um, becoming better at assessment, just know that it's not going to be perfect along the way. And it's okay to make mistakes. And I think, you know, that teachers get really worried about making mistakes. But if you have colleagues and people that you can talk to and, you know, hold you accountable and, and brainstorm with them if you make a mistake and learn from those and grow because um, making mistakes is all part of the process and getting better at anything that you do. So enjoy that journey of learning and growing. And like I said, model that for your students and make mistakes and just know that you're, you're human and part of the human experience is making mistakes and not being perfect. So Try to not be so hard on yourself. I hope you found this episode helpful. I hope you can take some tips away. My recommendation is to even try one of these tips to stop your perfectionist thinking. And really, like I said, the first and number one tip is to recognize that those thoughts are happening and be aware, and then you can really start to change your thinking. So thank you today for tuning into the Teacher Burnout Podcast. Go to the link in my bio for my new course, The Summer Reset. I think you'll really like that course and can help you reset for the summer. And make sure to follow me on Instagram at Beating Educator Burnout and subscribe to this podcast and stay tuned for the next episode. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase achievement for all student populations, reliably meet Tier 1 standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com forward slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.